0: Hey, Supernatural fans, we're back. We missed you last week. We are discussing a Monster of the Week episode. Chuck is back, hanging out with Becky. And could he be writing the end? Stay tuned.
1: I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the
0: buzz... Oof. we are back. Oh, my God. Happy Cherry's favorite day of the week, guys, Supernatural Thursdays. Yay! You know what? We've had a week, two weeks, to decompress after losing three major characters. So we're ready to come at you right now with Season 15, Episode 4, Atomic Monsters of Supernatural. I'm Lindsay Wegner, and I'm joined by the lovely Cherry Davis.
1: Happy Supernatural Thursday, everybody. We've missed you
0: so much. We're back. We're back, and we're excited to talk about the show. You guys, Chuck is back. Ah. Becky's back. It could be the end. We had a Monster of the Week episode. We saw beavers. We saw cheerleaders. And we've got our special segment coming up towards the end of the show, so you got to stay tuned for the best kill and some amazing news and gossip. But initially... Cherry, I want to hear your thoughts about this week's episode.
1: I had finally finished mourning Wallena, Catch, and Castillo. And I was like, well, this is gonna be a fun, happy episode. Damn you, you broke my heart again. I am it was
0: shockingly dark. Like it was it was dark. It was dark and there were a lot of moments. A couple monologues, the
1: feels It was taking us back to the earlier seasons when it was only Sam and Dean, and at first I thought that would make me happy, but I
0: miss Cass. Cass, Jack, somebody else to, like, numb the pain a little bit. It was a lot of pain, and it
1: felt like last week we got to explore Dean's pain, and this week was about Sam's, and... Sometimes you forget what all Sam has gone through with old demon blood, with his losing his dream picket fences. They're both in very dark, bitter places, and it's... Painful.
0: like you said it's kind of been a role reversal we had dean angry last week and now dean's like okay we gotta fight the good fight and and sam's the kind of angry one and you guys so my facebook gives you the back in this day like the memories to look back on every, whenever you post something and so my twitter's connected to it and before when you posted on twitter it automatically posted to facebook and it doesn't do that anymore but I must have posted this within the last week, and I was re-watching Supernatural a few years back, and I'm like, you guys, I'm watching season five right now, and all I want to tell all of you is fight the fairies. <laughs> Remember that? The fairies. <laughs> fight the fairies. Oh, I was like, what a good little memory. Um, some light to this darkness. But let's discuss this week. We open up with a very, very Call of Duty-esque Yes. blood fighting war scene all in shades of red.
1: Red and gray and smoky. And at first I thought they were in the bunker, and then I was like, well, that doesn't look like the bunker. It well, is the bunker. I think
0: it is the bunker.
1: I don't think it's... I don't think it is. I think, remember when they were in that um, that old abandoned army place years oh, okay. ago? Because it wasn't the bunker. Because that guy wasn't in the bunker. Um... Benny Lafitte wasn't in the bunker, he was who there. I have to say, I lo- it was a reminder. There's so many characters that I've loved, and then they die, and I get focused again on Sam and Dean, and then they'll have like a flashback, and I'm like, I well, used to love him. Was that Ketch
0: laying there? Um, I couldn't quite tell, I don't and it think was such it a was quick blip, Ke- and I wound back, but I couldn't tell if it was him or not. I don't think it was okay. Ketch.
1: Um, I, I know who you're talking about. We couldn't see him super clearly, but mm-hmm. I don't think it was Catch. Okay. Um, I don't think Catch was in that season. Um, but I was really, I was looking at him, and then I was like, "Why is this guy familiar? How? Who is he? Who is he?" And then I was like, oh, "It's their vampire friend that well, was from Purgatory." Yep, Benny. And I loved Benny. He was charming at first. He was like awful. And then I was like, "You know what? If I was in Purgatory forever, I'd be all unpleasant and
0: bitter." But you know, I loved Benny. Well, and we said we were going to be seeing. a a lot of the characters come back and the actors come back and so this gives them an opportunity to have another little moment so even even Benny gets to come back for a moment uh, and we Sam wakes up, this was all a dream and he uh, Dean tells him, you know, you gotta stop, you gotta fight the demon blood, like, you, you gotta fight it and he kills Dean
1: and I was like watching and I'm like I don't remember this and I don't think, I think it was like a nightmare, not necessarily um, a memory.
0: No, I think I agree. It was a nightmare. But this whole time I've been thinking that Sam is going to rule heaven and Dean is going to rule hell. And this freaked me out and thought, what if it is the opposite? Because that would really be switcheroo. That
1: would be a major because switcheroo.
0: Sam is so good that maybe he could rule hell. I don't know. It's thoughts. It's things that we can think about.
1: Uh, Billie Jean Girl
0: 24 says,
1: Why don't the boys ever tell each other what's going on with them? Tell Dean your, Dean your dream, Sam. Yes. If they would only be more emotionally forthcoming. If
0: only they would communicate. Communicate. <laughs> <laughs> if <But> only <laughs> they would tell each other how they're feeling. <laughs> Everybody's dream when you're dating a man. If only after 15 years of this show, and 30 plus years of life, if they could communicate as brothers do, man, things would be so different. So much different.
1: Because <laughs> um, I was reading about Jensen directing this episode, and he had said there's going to be a flashback. We're going to see an old favorite, and I was like thinking, well, who's the old favorite going to be? And Benny. turns out, they literally flew Ty Olson out, I believe just for that little scene from some other project. And I'm like, oh, the feels. Yeah,
0: amazing. (laughs) Uh, So obviously find out it's a dream. And Dean cooks up some veggie bacon for Sam, refers to himself as the meat man. And so flipping hilarious, this whole scene. And I love that Sam actually tries the bacon, and it's real bacon. And (laughs) Dean comes back, he's like, meat man. Uh, amazing, and says that they should go do this case. They really need to do something. Um, And Dean wants to do it together. And I think this is a good thing to bring them back, get them back on track, get things moving forward. We're not going to forget about Rowena. We're not going to forget about Catch. We're not going to forget about our losses. But we're going to try to do something for free will for the good of the man out there. So Good idea to go to Beaverdale, Iowa, and uh, find out that there's uh, some cheerleaders that uh, have gone missing, uh, including Susie, who was last seen at cheer practice, and uh, a couple parents come over and want the memorial moved, and they've got a scout coming for their kid, and they're a little bit pushy about it, and it's like, no, dude, Uh uh-uh.
1: Helicopter parents are the worst.
0: Yeah. Um, And it wasn't
1: even for football.
0: It was for... The lacrosse sport,
1: lacrosse
0: i don't even know they played uh, lacrosse in iowa and i'm from wisconsin
1: I, Um, they do it, some of their bigger schools i'm like do we have lacrosse we,
0: we had rugby we did not we have lacrosse rugby, we had rugby
1: which i guess is the same thing i don't mm,
0: know mm, it's different
1: uh, and i'm not a sporty person
0: uh so dean finds a vampire fang and so we know it's a vampire we just don't know who it is Uh, And Tori another cheerleader ends up missing so they're kind of trying to make you believe that this other cheerleader Jessica is the reason behind all of this and Sam and Dean find there's no blood at the crime scene that Susie didn't fight back so maybe it was somebody she knew and all of a sudden we get this emotion from Sam. And he's like, why are we doing this? We have the weight of the world on our shoulders. We deal with all the consequences. Well, all these people, they have no idea what's really going on, what's happening. And, and they just get to live their lives. Well, we take care of all the bad. And this isn't like Sam to be so negative.
1: No, and this is Sam's dream of a white picket fence, small town America, having just a quote unquote normal picturesque. 1950s TV show Life, which is very much what you get in the Midwest oftener than not, mm-hmm. and for him to have this bitter moment, I know it threw Dean off because Dean was looking at him like, "What the heck?"
0: Well, and Dean having to be kind of like the dad figure in this moment and calm him down and go, "We just got to keep going. We got to keep moving forward. Uh, let's World just reversal. Let's fight the fairies." <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Meat so, man, and uh, that we see a girl then giving a speech after talking to Billy for a little bit, and it seems really fake. And once again, I feel like, all right, this girl is talking about her so cold best friend and how much she misses her and how she's a snowflake. But Robert Frost says, "All that's gold dies," and she's like, "You were pure gold." This <laughs> kind of poetic speech, if it had truly been from the heart, would have been quite beautiful, uh, but was not, and. We find out she's got braces. Fang can't be from her. We see some CCTV and find a license plate, which leads us back to Billy's parents, Henry and Janet.
1: Helicopter parents who, when they saw Billy talking to Miss President, had dragged her away. And I was like, oh, they don't want him dating anybody. What horrible helicopter! Parents. Well, they don't want. I,
0: I think they don't want any distractions because I had written that down. I'm like, okay, they don't want distractions. If their kid is going to go to a good school, is going to go to Yale, yeah. is going to go away, you don't want anything holding him back. If he's really, you know, like a top student or top athlete, you you don't want anything holding him back to a small town life. They want good for their son. Not that small town life is bad, or not that having a girlfriend there is bad, or a boyfriend, or whatever it is. But we also know there's a different reason for them trying to protect him and get him away. Uh, Which we find out that uh, they've also kidnapped Tori and you know, the dad sacrifices himself, says arrest me, don't tell my family. Sam goes and finds Tori who's basically getting her blood drained to feed would it be Henry? Then Janet shows up with a gun, so is it her? And then we find out it's actually Billy and they're trying to protect him.
1: Yes, and they didn't even explain how he became a vampire or anything, which I thought was interesting. I
0: th- I thought so, too. I-, I thought we'd get a little flashback, because we got flashback of him killing Susie. Yes. And saying that they obviously, the boys figured out they put two and two together. The cattle wasn't enough for him anymore. He obviously got bit about a month ago. The cattle ended up not being enough. He was making out with Susie, hurt her heartbeat, bitter. The taste of blood was so good, killed her parents covered it up. Mm-hmm. I would have really liked to see what turned him mm-hmm. or if there was a vampire that we know that turned him.
1: Yeah, like was there a whole bunch of vampires? Was it the, Yeah,
0: because now we gotta we gotta go after whatever this vampire is that and turned left. him. And they so it just kind of leaves some loose ends and I think it's interesting that they brought Benny back who was a vampire. So obviously the Correlation, all that coming together.
1: I thought that was interesting. And in the past, they have let vampires go if they promise not to drink blood or kill people. Because it wasn't done purposely. It was impulsive because he isn't quite in control yet. Because he's so young and he's so full of hormones.
0: Sure. I... So... When the parents, when the dad kind of starts pleading with Dean and he goes, you don't have children because if you did, you would do anything for them, die for them. And the mom says, even kill for them. And this makes both of them take a moment to think about this because obviously they're going to think about Jack. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, yeah, when my parents would see me hurting that, like that hurt my mom, I think more than it hurt me. And then thinking about that years later in life When I was dating someone stupid for a really long time. And she was like, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad. And I'm like, no. And then I kept going back to him and seeing how much that hurt her. And now I think about it. And I'm like, I put her through all of that. And I feel more guilty now doing that. Because I'm like, I didn't even get to tell her I'm sorry for doing that. And so it's just,
1: yeah. It was a tough one. And I thought it was an interesting... um... Direction for Davy to go into for this episode. Um, I wish there'd been a little bit more backstory, a little bit more figuring out what's going on, and a little bit more to their feelings. Because Sam and Dean, when Jack went bad, they made almost an instantaneous decision to put him in a box to lock him away, mm-hmm. and they didn't like there was no gray; it was either black or white. And then Castiel was like the angel on their shoulders saying he didn't mean to do that it was a mistake and i think that's going to play more as the episodes go
0: absolutely and
1: they and to me they need to feel guilty i, I never agreed with how they treated jack i mean jack killed their mother by accident but she just kept pushing and pushing and he kept like saying give me space mm-hmm. and she just was like now i'm gonna like coddle you and and envelop envelope in we like, had you talked about that.
0: that the the suffocation yeah. of of being a parent and i'm assuming billy was starting to feel like this too he's like um i didn't choose this i didn't i didn't want you guys to do this for me i'm yes. i'm ready to go i know what i did is wrong um and so he gives them what they're going to do he says you guys are going to go to the hospital you're going to take tory there then explain that i kidnapped her and i ran off and disappeared And he gives his family a hug goodbye, and he goes, I have to go with Sam and Dean. This is how this works, right? Um, This is the best way, the only way. Which it always comes down to Sam and Dean talking about, there's got to be another way. So I'm thinking, what are we going to do here with Billy? Mm -hmm. Are are they going to try and help him? Kate's off roaming around. Yeah. So are we going to let him go? And try to, like, grow up and be an adult and handle this or find someone that can kind of keep him under Mm -hmm. his wing, under their wing. And the next scene we see Dean winding up to kill him with the cut his head off. And he's just sitting there and about to break into, like, sobs. Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm like, whew. That was a hard one. That was a moment. It was a really hard moment. I mean, Sam looking and watching Dean doing it. Robanon in the chat says, nah. I asked everybody, would they've let Billy go? And Robin on says, no, he killed a human and once that happens, death by Winchester. But they've let people go in the past that are their friends or that they like. I feel like right now they're so they're in such emotional turmoil that everything's very black and white for them and there's no grey and they're just they're done. They feel bitter and they I think they just feel so betrayed by Chuck and what's been going on that they just have no...
0: And losing the ones that they love, that it's easier to let go of someone they have no connection to. Yes.
1: As they were saying, as... um, That's
0: killed people already.
1: And Dean was saying, you know, will Weena know what she was signing up for? I thought it was interesting that they didn't mention Catch at all. But then again, Dean didn't like
0: Catch. And they didn't didn't kill Catch. Yeah. That just kind of happened along the way and stuff. And there was a lot of back and forth with him... Mm -hmm as a character, as like I said, he's posted on social media saying he was kind of the troubled boy that fans either loved or hated. Mm-hmm. There was a love-hate relationship with his character, so I can understand why that wasn't mentioned. And Rowena's been around for seasons, and I think yeah. they really grew to, to love and her. respect respect her as they well. they
1: didn't talk about Cass, Jill, either, though, which I thought was interesting.
0: They didn't talk about... No, I didn't, they didn't bring they didn't up Cast either. Yeah. And uh, Robina just said that was Jensen's mm-hmm. single-playing. Now... Is he going by a different name? Because the second I heard that song, I was like, this sounds good. (laughs) This is a good song. And I looked it up, and... Either it's under a different name. It's
1: under a band because it's him and another person. Okay,
0: so it's under a band because I was like, that sounds a lot like Jensen's voice.
1: And it's coming out tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow or tonight.
0: What a great song. I cannot wait to put that on my Spotify and play <laughs> it when I'm working at the bar and people be like, what's this? And I'm like, it's Jensen Ackles. I love it.
1: It's like yes. very rockish Sexy country. voice. I just very
0: want nice. him to sing me to sleep. <laughs> And that's the end of that topic.
1: Naughty, naughty.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sam and Dean are leaving. They're heading back home. They've done the monster of the week case. And Sam mentions that if they had to do that for Jack, they would have done the same thing, what Henry did. They would have tried to save Henry, too. Mm -hmm. They would have tried to save Jack, too, if they had the chance. Um, And Dean mentions that the reason he's even become positive again and is ready to get back into this is because Sam told them what they do actually matters and that's why he wanted to work a case to save more lives and they're not doing it for themselves they're doing it for Rowena their mom Jack the ones that they love that's who they're doing this for and they owe it to the people that they care about and that cared about them to continue with it and Sam says with Chuck gone we finally feel like we're on our own we're free we've moved on and This whole thing is playing, meanwhile, while we're seeing Chuck's part of this, which we're going to get into next. uh, Stay tuned for that. (laughs) And Sam mentions that he's afraid he's not going to be able to move on. He's not going to be able to forget. He still thinks of Jessica. And he doesn't feel free. And But maybe tomorrow he'll feel better.
1: I think he will feel better, but he's still caught in the emotional... Turmoil, and I think he's physically in pain because of the shot. I think that's also part of what his issues are.
0: I think we get a couple more of these monster of the week episodes, and we definitely see him better because he's he's helping mankind. Mm-hmm. They're saving, they are saving lives. They're doing something good. Uh, it's like losing someone you love. It, mm-hmm. It's it just it's not that it's gets easier. It's you just learn how to handle it differently.
1: Yes, you learn how to handle it differently. And then, of course, for a couple of weeks, they had Jack around, but it wasn't Jack. It was just his body being worn. So they didn't even get a chance to really mourn him.
0: But I do feel like having even Belphegar around, that was still a snarky Jack. <laughs> but it was still having Jack kind of around, at least in some capacity, where now he's gone, gone. He's gone,
1: gone. gone. I think that would have made, it spec- especially um, Sam feel worse. Cause Sam did try and save mm-hmm. Jack sooner than Dean did. And then to have him worn in that meat suit and then Castro was constantly like, Get out. <laughs> Get out <laughs> I think it was it was it was a lot for the guys to deal with. And again he I think he's getting like pain. I think he's getting like these weird premonitions or something, but he doesn't know their premonitions. And I think that's also why his mind keeps going back to the demon blood. Um, that he had a couple years ago. I think he thinks this is some sort of demon blood thing. And he doesn't know it's from the from the from um, the bullet tearing through Chuck and him being imbued with some of Chuck's grace.
0: And that's part of it, too. I think Sam is literally, it's almost like a part of him is depressed. But it's because he has this hole in himself.
1: Yes, he has a big hole.
0: He has a hole. But it's not healing, and it's a part of Chuck. Mm-hmm. And Chuck, Chuck is neither bad nor good, neither evil nor saving. It's, it's, he's just Chuck is. So he's chaotic. He, we're just getting part of that in there. So let's dive in to Chuck and his return this episode. Uh, Becky's husband's going on a fishing trip with the kids. And she's excited to have some time to herself and get a break from everybody. And then Chuck shows up and waves. And she's like, uh-uh, nope, we're not doing this. It ain't happening. Like a bad penny. bad penny. Like nobody wants. Like your ex just calling you out of nowhere, trying yeah. to ruin your day.
1: That's what they always do.
0: Bye, Felicia. Bye. Uh, Lose my number, Chuck. <laughs> and he sees that Becky's doing great, but he's there to talk.
1: And he's unhappy that Becky's doing great. He wanted her to be sad that she wasn't up under him.
0: He has nowhere else to go.
1: Because Am- Amara was like, ha, ha you big
0: act, punk, bye. I love that she is running an Etsy store. <laughs> I was like, squeeze! For maquettes, which is this little like supernatural world that she started to write, which is exactly what you would expect of it.
1: Yes, she was such a hardcore fangirl. I love. I mean, I hated her for a little while, but then I loved her because I was like, "Girl, I see me in you, so I can't be too mad at you."
0: Well, she is what the fandom does. <laughs> you guys out there creating these shirts and sayings Juries and and, rings. and Instagram profiles, like honoring like these super cool characters and dedicated and devoted fans. That that's Becky. That's she's a little bit of she's a little bit of all of the fandom.
1: I know, but in one person, in one person,
0: in one person, creating an Etsy store with all sorts of supernatural merchandise and stuff. So, <laughs> which
1: looked really good. I like which is
0: really cute. I'm yeah. sure is truthfully exists out there. Uh, and uh, she's she says that Chuck has channeled Sam and Dean's lives because he was a prophet, and she realized she wasn't in love with Sam, but was in love with his character. So she wanted to create this world, which is what she's done. And and Chuck is like, well, well people like monsters, and he you know, like they, they like evil things, and he's trying to like push his agenda yes. onto her. And he explains he's at a falling out, he's low on resources, Amara's rejected him, and now he's stuck. And she's like, I'm not stroking your ego, I'm not doing it. And she likes herself, she doesn't need him. And he's like, that's what I'm worried about. I hate me. I don't think anyone needs me. And I he feels lost. And his favorite story was writing about the Winchesters, and she's like, "We got to write about something else." Yeah, write about something else, Jack. Write anything. Just write. Just start writing. Anybody who's any writer who feels like you've got writer's block or you're procrastinating and stuff, once you start writing, that's that's all of a sudden you're in the zone. You just get there. Yes, you feel better. You just gotta take that step and get there. And he starts to write. He grabs her laptop. Starts to write
1: like a Nimrod grabs her laptop and she's like, "I didn't
0: mean for you to do it here. Yeah, get, get out! Yeah, get out of here. This is this is
1: my floral laptop." And then his condescending snap back at her: eh, "Fan fiction is it writing?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're in her house. Get yeah. out!"
0: <laughs> what a like definitely douche, Chuck like douchey, uh, really uh, douchey. So he has her read it she says it's great and he's like you're not telling me the truth okay give me give me like a note and she just kind of goes off and she goes well um hold on i've got it here there the jeopardy's in check it's low stakes the villains aren't feeling dangerous there's no classic rock no mention of cast the climax is stale and it lacks originality and chuck's like i can create danger i can create drama I, i can i can create all of that
1: The look that he gave her was terrifying.
0: Oh, he's like...
1: Rob did such that look. I was like, I don't know you at all, Rob. You scared me. He evil. He was damned evil. In the chat, I asked everybody what they thought about Chuck. And Rico Flores says, I think Chuck needed characters like Lucifer to make him look like the good guy. hate to say it, but I noticed when all the big bads disappeared, he looked worse. Yes! Thank you, Rico. That was a really good point. Um, and then Stephen Britton says, "I find it weird that the kid's name was Billy. Are they hinting about her return?
0: Definitely, dun, dun, dun. definitely hinting about her return. We know she's going to come back this season. She's got to reap somebody's soul. Uh, I always think it's interesting to to think about the the characters' names that they bring into the mm-hmm. episodes too. So I think you're probably right, Steve, that that was uh, just a little hey." Don't worry. We got that. We're coming back for this.
1: And I think that means we'll get to see Jack. Our real Jack. I hope so. Not Jack possessed by some demon.
0: I hope so. And, and even uh, Robinoss has so many Funko Pop dolls. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. All over her place. We knew that was going to happen. I'm just like, I want they them even all. the
1: stabby ones. I was like, hey, we have those.
0: So Chuck does a rewrite. She reads it again. And what does she say, Cherry? She goes, no. no. <sighs> I was like, what? The- what did he write? Oh, and he goes, "No, I did," and we're not sure how we're gonna get there, but it's gonna be the end. And it, she's like, "No, no, no, it's so dark." And he goes, "The cover's a gravestone. It says Winchester." Oh. She hates it. It's hopeless. What Chuck did to Sam and Dean, it's making her feel something. But no, no, no. And she's she's hating this. And I'm yes. like, well, "What's happening to Sam? What's what's happening to Dean?" Well, the fact that she was hating
1: it made me worry that I'm gonna hate it. So I was like, "You go, wait, Chuck." get writer's Walk again.
0: Well, he he's he's already created it. It's already I think it's already coming into play.
1: We can edit it. We something. can't. Amara
0: could edit it. Okay, Amara better come back and
1: She's come back and kick her little do brother's some, douche. Do ass some work.
0: And husband and kids come home from the fishing trip and Chuck just makes them disappear and goes, "Oh, by the way, I'm God."
1: She freaked out about She freaked out when he Thanos snapped. As I would have, too. Can
0: you imagine? And somebody earlier in the chat said this was like a Thanos situation. Can you imagine somebody, you thinking you knew somebody for all these years and a prophet and all of a sudden he turns out to be God?
1: She handled it better than I because I would have been screaming, don't come in the house, don't come in the house. Um, But of course, if you see someone snap someone out of existence, your mind is not going to be okay.
0: Well, they're not dead. He said they're just gone. That doesn't
1: sound good
0: I, I don't know I feel like they're in maybe Limbo. they're in in their ha, or in their happy her place purgatory. together
1: awful so I don't think yeah he but he cared anyone. about Becky
0: and Becky did. didn't do anything to hurt him she just doesn't agree with his writing
1: but he didn't like her disagreeing and critiquing him as strenuous. he didn't as he
0: but did. then that made him change it up and he's happier with what he wrote now
1: that is true and he is a self-centered Nimrod. mm-hmm I don't think think he'd send him to a happy place. He's an asshole.
0: I mean, yeah, we know he didn't send Kevin up to heaven, so. After
1: promising and promising, and after Kevin did everything he asked.
0: And then Chuck says he can do anything we want. He's a writer, snaps his fingers, and she disappears, and we fade to black.
1: It was terrifying. I'm kind of mad at Davy Perez for this episode. I mean, it was good, but it was dark. I'm very worried about what's going on in the writer's room. I'm very worried. But Jensen Echoes did such a great job directing it. And I love the fight scenes. And some like there's a one scene where he's like sitting and he's kind of astride. I'm like, hee hee hee. I feel naughty looking at this, but pause. Wait, <laughs> which one? When he was over at the school and they were like sitting, he was sitting on a um,
0: interviewing the um the yes. beaver, the mascot. Yes, I was like Hee-hee. That's that's what turns cherry on, you guys, is Dean interviewing a beaver.
1: Looking so handsome. I don't know if I liked him with a facial hair at the very beginning or my normal clean shaven.
0: Everyone was saying, obviously, if Dean is bearded, he's not in the regular world. He's in a different world. It's either apocalypse world or something else. So we aren't in normal, uh, supernatural current time and day. Uh, I just... Love seeing him, and it's just like a nice change to see him looking differently. I love the Dean with the clean shaven face, but I'll, I'll take scruff and beard any day.
1: I'll take my voice anyway. <laughs> anyway Preference is when he's possessed by the demon and he's all dapper, but I'm cool with him in jeans. oh, yeah, too. I
0: love him as dapper um, when he was playing um, uh, Michael. Yes. So Chuck continues to write and says it's gonna be good. So here we go. Good and bad. Oh, okay, so super dark episode. Super dark. Really dark episode. So this is a perfect time to talk about our special special <laughs> segment.
1: Special segment!
0: The best kill.
1: Best kill. <laughs> Woo.
0: Alright, Cherry. Who is the best kill?
1: Where well, my best kill was Jensen Eccles directing it because he killed this episode. <laughs> yeah. I like
0: it. Um, I'm going to say the best kill was done by Jensen Ackles. Even though we didn't get to see it, we knew what was going to happen. Him chopping off the vampire's head. No No remorse. The kid sobbing. I was hoping there'd be another way. There wasn't. And that was the end of it. Swift and to the point. There we go. Best kill. This week's special segment, let us know what your favorite best kill was via Twitter or in the chat or on the comments on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, all the things that we post the show at, y'all. And uh, let's get into some news and gossip. Cherry's got some good stuff for us coming at you.
1: So, our news is for for (laughs) was. Our favorite Jensen Echols had a very busy October. First of all, we see him dressed as the Bat. Oof. Rumor has it he might be donning the black cowl for the new Batwoman series on the CW. Ooh. But look how good he looks. He was taken, the photos were taken by um, one of his friends. What is that on? Um... And they were at a hotel for Halloween, and so they um, um, they did the photos. And I was like, oh my God, it looks so good. And if you remember, Jensen Ackles' voice, Bitter Jason Todd, and Under the Red Hood animated movies. So he's already been in the DC Universe, mm-hmm. but it was animated, so it would be cool to see him dressed up. Love it. Who would you like to see him as a superhero?
0: I have dirty thoughts in my head right now about seeing him as a superhero, <laughs> so I'm going to keep those to myself.
1: And he also <laughs> was in Kansas for the NASCAR races on October 20th at the Kansas uh, Speedway. He said he had a blast. He did signings with people. He sang a little bit. He was our Jensen, And he was at the Washington, the
0: D.C. Con, too, uh, yes. last weekend or whatever, I think, last as well. Last weekend,
1: yeah. I mean, they love their fans. One of the best things that I love about Supernatural is how much they love their like they truly enjoy spending time and talking to their fans.
0: And these conventions are already like booked out years from now. Like they've already got twenty twenty figured out where people are gonna be. I think they might even be like into twenty twenty one. And the show's gonna be over next year. Yes. But the fandom lives on and that's forever. That's the best thing about it. So people
1: love them forever. Absolutely. And of course, Chuck, Chuck, who was played so well by Rob Benedict tonight, he has a fil- horror film that's on the festival circuit, independent film festival circuit, and you can also stream it in the US and UK on a variety of streaming platforms. Awesome. So if you like horror, you will like to see 30 Miles Nowhere.
0: I love it loving it. Well, let's get into some predictions then.
1: Predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV predictions.
0: So, we've got another Monster of the Week episode coming at you guys next week. So, episode 5. That means we are a quarter of the way through the season no. next week, which is crazy. And I have no idea where the show is going to go. But next week, we've got a Monster of the Week uh, episode. Boys are carrying old badges. Teens like, <laughs> I haven't changed a bit. I look exactly like I did. And he does. He looks
1: damn good. Jensen
0: wet. definitely has changed far less over <laughs> the years than Sam has. Yes. Um, I don't know if they're the same age or not, or if Jensen is just a little bit older. I
1: think Jensen's a few years older, but not like yeah. crazy. He's
0: or. just always been this chiseled-faced Man and yeah. Sam and Sam's hair, Jared's hair has kind of changed a little bit over mm-hmm. the season, so maybe that's why he looks different. And he, we feel like he's grown up a little bit more than Dean, who's kind of always been in that same kind of look. So I agree with him being like, <laughs> I look exactly the same. Um, and they're in a town where uh, mountain lions have been attacking. And then the park ranger asks Dean if it's actually him in his photo. Lol. Oh,
1: <laughs> Dean was not appreciated. No, love that.
0: it. Love it so much.
1: <laughs> it so, was hilarious.
0: So, what do you think is going to happen next week or in the next couple of weeks? What are we um, going to be seeing?
1: Well, next week, I don't know if it's going to be werewolves or if it's going to be Wundango or if it's going to be some new Monster of the Week. But I feel like it's going to be a more humorous episode, Return to Old. And I feel like they're going to start being used to what's going on. But I do think we'll see Chuck. And I think Chuck is going to start putting his little fingers to cause trouble and pushing them about. Unseenly, so that's what I think is going to be happening next week.
0: Do you think in the next 15 episodes that 16 episodes that we are going to be getting a blast from the past every time?
1: I think so. I think we're going to be getting an homage to the 15 like past Kevin, seasons. yeah,
0: like uh Benny.
1: I think we'll be doing that. I don't think in every episode they'll have like a substantial line. I almost think it's going to be like where's Wado we are like, be looking like, wait, who's that? And it'll just be like a pop-up. Mm-hmm. But I think every episode is going to be like hey, a love letter to the fans who've been watching love it that. for so long. So, loving it. That's the best thing we can do.
0: And I just saw that Rico Flores said, I vote to put Chuck in the empty. Ooh. I mean, then the boys would really be on their own.
1: Yes, but happily. I don't want Chuck interfering in our manifest destiny. Destiny, Wrong word. I should say our self-determination.
0: I just want the boys to be able to live peacefully. And be happy. And I think the more that they kind of hunt, do their hunt, play their hunter roles and do these monster things, it is going to get them back feeling like, okay, we're on top. We're doing we're doing good. We're mm-hmm. we're we're saving lives. So I think that's the best thing that they can do right now is go and take these cases.
1: Getting back to normal.
0: Getting try and get try and get back to normal. So Monster of the Week episode next week. We're trying to get a guest in for you guys. Yes. So we're not gonna talk about it right now who it is, but we're we're gonna work on it. So we get some insight and we will keep continuing we'll continue to try to bring some people in for this final season. And uh yeah, anything else, Cherry, you want to say before we uh, close out the night? Um, no.
1: I want to thank everybody for
0: being in the chat. Thanks, guys. Thanks for chatting with us. And, of course, joining us. And joining us. And te- and tweeting us and commenting on YouTube. Keep it up. We love it. We love writing back to you. We missed you all last week for Halloween. Uh, tweet me. Send me pictures of what your Halloween costume was. Yes, I want to see you.
1: we do want to was see that. a cat. That. Ooh, I was nothing I was home being all bitterly alone but um, <laughs> I do have to say that Wilwena well, liked one of my tweets oh I should have included that dang it
0: she liked my Instagram posts today she's busy she's busy she's doing all the things and she's just looking cutest ever fabulous yeah alright you guys thank you so much for joining thank us this you. week stay tuned for next week's episode and we will see you then I'm a buddy